Welcome to the Bench Squad Podcast, your inside look into our beloved fantasy football team where we discuss anything and everything football. It's a whole lot of talking and a bunch of BS. It's the Bench Squad. You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box, okay? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sit down. Hey guys, welcome to the Bench Squad Podcast, going into week six of the NFL season. I'm your host, Robin, here with my co-host and commissioner, Brian. Brian, how you doing? Sub, not bad. How you doing? All right. Uh, we don't have Joni here with us today, uh, unfortunately, because uh, he has <laughs> responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right because we have two uh mediocre experts here with you um uh, talking to you about football nfl and fantasy football all right let's get it started uh with a quick recap of what happened last week uh if you guys haven't checked it out yet on www.thebenchsquad.com uh you'll see brian's weekly recap that he does every week uh going over all of the matchups that we have in our league and uh, yeah, Brian, take it away. Yeah, so I write a weekly recap, just going over what happened in the past week of the NFL season and our league. Um, so last week, we had some exciting games. Um, we had the team God Turley come back in first place after a very convincing win over the poor, please stop scoring so much against me team. <laughs> Formerly um, known as... Formerly known as Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Wife. Mm. He had a very creative name change. <laughs> and um, we had Team Digs in a Blanket winning a close one over the previously formidable Yama Holmes, but he's looking very vulnerable as of late. Mm. As of tradition, we have the Brady Bunch taking down the poll number one ranking team, which was stealing the show this past week. I don't remember that. <laughs> I try to forget. Alas, he is no longer the number one spot. But yeah, so every week we have a great time, and you could read all about it in the re- weekly recap that I put out, usually around Tuesdays. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our weekly predictions of the matchups that Brian, I, and Jonathan do. Uh, this week, Jonathan won with three um, correct predictions. Predictions? Yeah. Um, I only ended up with two after some close games, and Brian got <laughs> I did a, a good job. A, a solid one. <laughs> I got one that mattered. <laughs> I'm proud of that one. So uh, something that we agreed upon on uh, before we started this podcast is after these pr- weekly predictions, the loser or the uh, the the, co- the host that has the least amount of predictions correct will have to do some kind of uh, punishment or funny video that we will be posting on all of our Facebooks and possibly on the website if I, if I can get that to work. Uh, so check out the website <laughs> for all the predictions, um, last week's predictions and games, um, including the scores and all the, uh, the matchups for this upcoming week as well. All right, um, enough of that. Let's go into this week, week six of the NFL fantasy football season. Let's start with 
Scott Turley and Ziki, do you love me? For sure. And so Ziki, do you love me is obviously my team. Um, currently, my starting lineup is Big Ben, which is subject to change. Uh, Zeke Elliott, Sony Michelle, Dalvin Cook, which is subject to change. Mm. Juju, OBJ, Jimmy Graham, Titans D, and Kaimi Fairbairn. Oh, Fairbairn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a solid lineup. On the other side of the ball, God Turley's team has Drew Brees as quarterback, Todd Gurley II as running back, along with Matt Breida and Devontae For- or Freeman. On the wide receivers, he has Devontae Adams, Golden Tate, tight end George Kittle, the the Ravens uh, defense and special teams, and Matt Bryan as his kicker. And obviously, Drew Brees and Golden Tate will be out um, this week for their bye week, and Matt Breida will most likely 100% not play. (laughs) (laughs) So we have probably substitute um, some of his bench squad onto his starting lineup. And who do you think he's going to put in as his quarterback, running back, and wide receiver? Yeah, I'm seeing uh, Kirk Cousins going in in that quarterback spot. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, to see if he picks up another running back or wide receiver off the waiver. But at the current moment, I see Adrian Peterson as being a possibility. Um, honestly, Geronimo Allison could be a possibility against a pretty weak San Francisco uh, yeah. team. Um, Kiki Kuti is actually against a weak Buffalo team. And Deshaun Jackson, you know, he's always a target for a big play, especially against a very bad Atlanta defense. So, honestly, he still has pretty good options on his bench, I feel. Yeah, I think, uh, especially in his wide receiver squad, he has a lot of choices. Um, I think Kiki Kiki Kuti is definitely a solid option as well. I think he um, has a pretty nice floor. we only have two weeks on his uh, record, but we'll see. Um, right now, he has 10.7 and 11.3 points. So if he keeps that up, I think Kiki Kuti can be a very po- uh, good uh, flex, if not wide receiver or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I have you winning for this week in this game, in this matchup. And mm-hmm. you have Tim, uh, got Turley's team. I do. Uh, are you just being humble, or is there some some sound reasoning behind this? No, I, I think I have some pretty sound reasoning. I'm, honestly, I'm pretty worried about, especially his matchups he's got. Like, Devontae Freeman didn't look too great coming off injury, but that's his first week back from injury, and he's going to be against a very bad t- Tampa Bay defense. Devontae Adams looks like a stud right now. He's matchup proof, and he's going to be against that San Fran defense as well. Um, and it's not talked about a lot, but the Ravens defense is actually against a terrible Tennessee Titans game. Um, they're terrible to watch, and they're just no <laughs> fun to watch. Uh, I think, actually, they're averaging under 20 points in regulation. No, no, no. They haven't had a game over 20 points in regulation so far. So they're very uninspiring. And that's actually like a defense that I'm pretty scared about playing against. Yeah, no, definitely. I can see uh, those players doing well. Would you, if you were Tim, uh, feel safe with putting Devante Adams and Geronimo Allison in as both your wide receivers? Um, I think there's enough points on this Green Bay offense against the um, against the San Francisco um, team to go around. Um, obviously, I have Jimmy Graham, so I'm hoping he gets a share of that um, 
offense as well. But honestly, if I'm team God Turley, I would put in Deshaun Jackson. He's If he has the cajones, I think he puts in Deshaun Jackson. It's been a long time since he had a bye in week five, but he's averaging a solid 15 points per game. And he's always a target to break off a big play. So here's my chance to you, team God Turley. Put in Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he seems to have a pretty uh, pretty high ceiling, especially against uh, Atlanta this week. So, well, yes, I guess we'll have to see what Tim decides to do. Um, this might break, make or break it for him. Let's move on to the next game. We have uh, Yal Mahomes versus Please Stop Scoring So Much Against. And that is so unfortunate for you, know. <laughs> no, for sure. I talked a little bit about it on my weekly recap, but... Um, team, please stop scoring so much against me has the most points scored against him by a big margin. I think it's by like 50 points and things just do not let up as he's against Yalma Holmes and the very frightening, uh, Kansas chief offense. So it's going to be rough sledding. I feel like, yeah, no, I definitely agree. And, uh, just on his defensive side, uh, for please stop scoring so much against my team. He had, he's losing his defense and his and his kicker this week, so we'll have to see who he's going to put in. Um, he just picked up a Packers defense, so that actually might be a very very smart play, very good pickup for this week. Um, no, I actually put in a bid for them myself, and you know, actually beat me. So I'm a little sad because I really think this Packers defense is going to do really well against the San Fran team. I guess I've been talking about this matchup a lot, and you can really tell who I'm in favor of, but yeah. Yeah, especially with the Packers' uh, future schedule, I think this might be one of their possibly last big games in a while, so we'll have to see about that. The rest of his team include Cam Newton as his quarterback, Carlos Hyde, James Conner as his running backs, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, and Cooper Cup in the flex, and Rob Gronkowski as his tight end. Will Lutz is his kicker at the moment, but he just picked up Graham Gano on the Carolina Panthers. Um, not much to say about that. <laughs> yeah, he, Graham Gano had a huge game against the New York Giants, so I'm betting you know wants to catch a little bit more of that magic hopefully next week. That'd be very, very possible, I think, against Redskins, but we'll see. The Carolina Panthers look pretty pretty solid this year, especially um, with Greg Olson back. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, on Paul Wu's side, Yama Holmes, who do you got? Um, he's currently has Deshaun Watson in the starting spot, but obviously his franchise player, Patrick Mahomes, is always an option. Kareem Hunt and... Alex Collins and Joe Mixon are his running backs. Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill are his wide receivers. Jordan Reed, Vikings defense, and Robbie Gold round out the rest of his team. Yeah, and he just got Joe Mixon back pretty much. Um, Good timing with Giovanni Bernard being out. Uh, Like you said, Deshaun Watson, because uh, he is a little iffy this week with his injury. Uh, Definitely probably should go with Patrick Mahomes. And the rest of his squad looks pretty solid. I, I'd be pretty scared going up, up against this team. And that's why I have Yal Mahomes winning for this week. Yeah, I have Yal Mahomes winning too. Um, it's unfortunate because I really do think team, please stop scoring so much against me, has a upper half of the pack kind of team. 
but it's just unfortunate that he has to go against uh, this team again. Um, the Chiefs are against New England. I think that's going to be a big shootout, and uh, there should be a lot of points involved. So that's a little scary prospect. Uh, Joe Mixon is against a very vulnerable Pittsburgh defense. I think there's going to be a lot of points to have there. So it's going to be a tough one, yeah. Yeah, that that will be an interesting game to watch. If, if please stop scoring against me, can come up with a win in this uh, this matchup, then I think this will change the outlook for the rest of his season. Let's move oh, on. Oh, for sure will. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, the Brady Bunch versus Mike Williams made it. Um, mm-hmm. The Brady Bunch. Obviously, I lost to him last week. <laughs> Congratulations on uh, your your two win streak uh, back from a zero and three start uh, to the season. <laughs> the Brady Bunch, unlike the um, or I guess similar to Yal Mahomes, has the, the Patriots squad on his team. He has Tom Brady uh, as his quarterback, James White as his running back, and Julian Edelman as his, his wide receiver, along with Christian McCaffrey as his other running back, TJ Yeldon as his second, uh, Tyler Boyd at the receiver spot, Travis Kelsey as a tight end, Jaguars defense, and kicker Justin Tucker. And uh, Team Mike Williams made it, has Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback, Melvin Gordon and Isaiah Crowell as the running backs. Oh, I forgot about Tariq Cohen. Uh, Josh Gordon and Mike Williams as the current wide receivers, Zach Ertz, Browns defense, and Jake Elliott. Yeah, I think this will be a very interesting matchup, especially because I wouldn't doubt that the Patriots are going to be scoring a lot this game. Uh, But... Mm -hmm. On the other side, I actually voted for Mike Williams, made it because of the high upside on his bench. Honestly, I would take out Josh Gordon, Mike Williams, and go with go with uh, maybe Muhammad Sanu and Robbie Anderson because their ceilings are so high, as you could have seen from last game, uh, last week's games. And I don't know, I would, I wouldn't feel too uncomfortable going with those two players. Mm-hmm, for sure, I think, I think, unfortunately. I would agree with uh, Team Mike Williams made it subbing out their namesake player in Mike Williams. Mm -hmm. I'm a little torn on Josh Gordon. I think he's a very polarizing player. I think he's a very intriguing play, especially against this Kansas City uh, defense. I'm wondering if he can break another or maybe even a couple more big plays and he can make or break your fantasy week. So I think that's that's a similar play to Deshaun Jackson. You know, does this team have the cajones? Yeah, no, I, I agree because um, I agree and disagree because I do definitely see Josh Gordon having um, a bit of an upside on, on his new team, uh, the Patriots. But even with last week, that that one play was the reason that he got so many points and that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, without, I don't know, I guess it's football, but without that one touchdown, your points aren't looking too good, and I don't know if we'd be talking about him the same way that we are right now. Uh, but I do see where you're coming from, and I had a tough time uh, voting on this game. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I definitely feel it. Josh Gordon is definitely a big risk play, though. Uh, also a, a, a Patriots wide receiver on the Brady Bunch, Julian Edelman. Uh, he didn't have too hot of a game last week, but he he looked uh, pretty tough out there. Um do you see him coming back with a better game this week? Um, 
I think Julian Edelman has always been a better real-life player than a, a fancy football player. Uh, we're in a standard league, which does decrease his, uh, his point totals by a good bit. But I think with Julian Edelman, what you've got is a solid floor, maybe some potential for more. But yeah, I think his value is really capped in a standard league. Yeah, and Julian, uh, Julian Edelman being on the field, I think, does no harm to Tom Brady. I think it helps him out more than it helps himself out. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, Tom Brady has so many options right now, and I think he can. He he is definitely a player who can play around with his um, his weapons to really maximize his his uh, win potential in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like it's no real surprise that uh, the Brady bunch is actually starting to get some wins now that New England is starting to get some wins and turn their se- season around. So, I think. This should be another good game for New England, and this another good game for the Brady Bunch. All right, and that's why you have the Brady Bunch winning. I guess we'll see who will be doing next week's punishment. All right, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the next game, we have Olden Age Green at Heart, uh, Jonathan's team, and versus Diggs in a blanket. Uh, this one, I don't know. Diggs in a blanket. I don't really see them as being a a, a good team um, because of the low points that he's been scoring. <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, I'm just gonna put it out there. But um, he definitely has the potential, and I and I see that he he has um, some weapons on his team that honestly they could break out any week. And if they do, then this team becomes a much scarier opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has. Alex Smith as his quarterback, Saquon Barkley and Aaron Jones as his running backs, Jarvis Landry, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs as his receivers, Jared Cook as his tight end, Texas defense, and Cairo Santos as his kicker. Yeah, I think Alex Smith will probably be subbed out after that disastrous performance after New York, uh, New Orleans. He's got Russell Wilson on the bench, and I think that's probably the better choice for him this week. Um, but on the other side of the matchup, we have Olden Age, Green at Heart, and he's trotting out Jameis Winston, uh, fresh from suspension and bye, and Philip Lindsay, Corey Clement, Chris Carson as his running backs. Those are some interesting plays. Uh, AJ Green, Alshon Jeffrey as the receivers, Eric Ebron at the tight end, Rams defense, and Harrison Butker. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think Jameis Winston, this is the game that he has to go out and prove himself, especially after being shown up um, by Fitzmagic in the first four weeks. I think that he will probably have a a big game this week. Yeah, I think um, he's hoping so. Uh, Fitzmagic uh, was definitely, I feel like, unfairly benched. He had a great start to the season. And um, against Atlanta, this is a prime spot for Jameis. So um, he's probably looking to prove himself after this bye week. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won't have a problem or won't have too much risk going with either one, but uh, I see why they have to go with James Winston. Philip Lindsay um, is doing so much better than Royce Freeman. I think he's he just watching that game um, last week. Philip Lindsay is getting out of um, or hitting those holes so fast, and he has the speed to to break away. Um, while Royce Freeman, he's more—he just looks slower, and uh, I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable having him on my bench 
but Philip Lindsay is is definitely a strong uh, running back to have on your roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Royce Freeman is any slouch. I think he's looked really impressive actually while he's played. But um, Philip Lindsay, yeah, he's definitely been super impressive as well. I'm just, I'm just a little scared of him. Um, he's he's really little on the field, and um, I we we didn't really talk about it this much actually. Yeah. But Alvin Kamara kind of reminds me of the same, and I think. Um, obviously, Alvin Kamara is a monster. He's going to finish as a top running back for the rest of the season. And I think last week was a little outlier. And he should be used more when the weeks are closer, when he's in a closer scoring game. But I think the Saints are being really smart with their young franchise running back. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara is only like 5'10", barely 200 pounds. Like, you, if you're given the chance, you want to preserve his health. You don't want to give him 30 touches a game, especially if you have a uh, confident backup in Mark Ingram. And I feel perhaps the same could be with for Lindsay. Um, I'm a little scared for this guy's health, and I think if you have a competent backup in uh, Royce Freeman, uh, perhaps Lindsay's usage will also start to go down. Hopefully, he doesn't get injured because he's been looking really great. Yeah. So those those three players, um, Alvin Kamara is uh, has a bye week this week, but Tariq Cohen you mentioned um, on mm-hmm. Chicago against Miami. Uh, Miami Dolphins and Philip Lindsay against the Rams this week. Um, they're both pretty small running backs um, that have similar uh, traits in that they're they're quick and they're hard to tackle. But when they do, it feels like they might break. Uh, which one would you be more comfortable going with this week? Um, this week, I'd have to say Corey Clement. Um, I want to see a little bit more from the Bears offense before I go with Tariq Cohen. I think his usage is a little less guaranteed than Philip Lindsay. So, yeah, I think I'd probably go with Lindsay. All right, that's fair. Um, this game, I have Diggs winning this game. Mm-hmm. Um, we both do. Yeah, Diggs in a blanket. And I, I would love to see what Jonathan has to say about that. But I think that Diggs has a solid lineup and that he could have some big games. He has Aaron Jones in. Um, and if we believe that Green Bay is going to have a big game, I feel like Aaron Jones will have a good game. Um, yeah, I'm a little scared, actually, about Aaron Jones in comparison to the rest of his team. Um, I feel like the Packers are unwilling to give him a big workload, which is a little worrisome um, when you're relying on a running back like that. But I think just in comparison to uh, old and age Green and Hart's team, I'm a, I, I trust Diggs in a blanket more. Um, I see right now he's got Chris Carson out. Um, this is uh, old and age. And... I had the worst experience with Chris Carson this whole season. I feel like I've actually had a love-hate relationship with him where I've dropped him twice and picked him up twice. (laughs) And so I dropped him after the Chicago game where it's like, okay, this guy's not going to get any carries. And then obviously Seattle gives him 32 carries to Dallas. (laughs) And then I pick him up again. And then he was a surprise inactive against Arizona. And I was screwed over and I had to find a replacement. So I dropped him again. And then he comes in L.A., and now he gets 20 carries again, another double-digit point outing, and I'm just done with it. I cannot predict the Seattle lineup, and I applaud Jonas because he clearly is uh, willing to take the risk, but hopefully it pays out for him. Yeah. (laughs) No, I definitely agree. I wouldn't trust any of the Seattle uh, running backs right now um, just on on their defensive side of the ball with all that drama that's going on. I, I, I don't know what's going on in the locker room, but it just feels like that doesn't seem like a Super Bowl contending team. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess we'll have to see. 
Going back to Diggs and the Blanket, Steve's team, uh, Steve actually sent me a trade request this week, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. He asked for Adam Thielen and David Johnson, my number one receiver and number one running back, for mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs, Will Fuller, and Aaron Jones. All right. Well, I think the biggest problem with this trade is that you'll have to change your name. So I don't know. I, just from that, that, I don't know if you can do it. Thing. Yeah, but weeks. <laughs> but to be honest, I think this is a tough trade. I think if you have the, if you're lacking the depth and you need an extra player, I think this is possibly an okay trade. But at the end of the day, I think that Adam Thielen and David Johnson are just the better players, and you wanna you wanna be on the side of the trade that has the better players. All right, you heard it, Steve. Come back with something better. And maybe I'll consider (laughs) talking to you. All right, let's go move on to the last and final game of our league matchups. We have Feeling the Show, my team, versus the Fiery Chasm once it came. Matthew's team that is on a three-game losing streak. And Mm -hmm. that, that just makes me feel a little better this week. (laughs) <laughs> well, you don't want to be the guy that ends his three-game losing oh, streak. Oh, man. Watch, watch <laughs> me. <laughs> All right. On my team, I have Matt Ryan as my quarterback, David Johnson, and Marshawn Lynch as my running backs. In my flex, I had Alfred Morris, who I just picked up, uh, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen as my wide receivers, Trey Burton as my tight end, the Bears defense, who are finally back, and my killer spot is actually... Uh, empty right now because I picked up a couple <laughs> That's players. That's a bold strategy. I, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I I think kickers, out for you. kickers after what Mason Crosby did uh, to my <laughs> team last week, missing those four field goals. Oh, man. I don't like kickers anymore. Uh, why don't you tell me about oh, my man. opponent? That was that was a performance to watch. I can't believe they kept on giving him opportunities after <laughs> he just missed. He made the sixth attempt, I, I think. I honestly think that he... he uh, might have won the game for the Packers. <laughs> if he didn't miss all those field goals, the Packers would be in a much better spot. And I think Mason Crosby lost him that game. Yeah, I think that's that was just a performance to watch. I think that was legendary in the wrong way. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, so the fiery chasm, once it came, is has uh, Jared Goff as the QB currently, but there's obviously the namesake player Carson Wentz on the bench. LaShawn McCoy, Jordan Howard, Tevin Coleman at the running back positions, Antonio Brown, Brandon Cooks as the receivers, Kyle Rudolph at the tight end position, Eagles defense, and Stefan Gaskowski as the kicker. Yeah, that that's uh, a pretty intimidating team, to be honest, um, especially with Jordan Howard being back. And against Miami, he could have a big game. Antonio Brown against Cincinnati, I think that game's going to be a shootout. Um, with um, Dalton being so good this season, um, and and uh, Roethlisberger having such a, a strong weapon set in his wide receivers, I think this will be a fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I definitely see it. Um, I don't know. I'm a little cautious about his running backs. Uh, LaShawn McCoy is a little risky, but... Buffalo has been looking like they're trending slightly upwards, so maybe he's not a terrible play this week, although Houston's front seven is very formidable. Uh, Jordan Howard's usage has been really curious, so perhaps this bye week may fix his uh, carries 
and perhaps his performance in general, but it's a little worrisome too. Tevin Coleman as well has Devontae Freeman back, so his usage will be probably unpredictable as well. So I feel like his running back position is a question mark for him right now. Yeah, I think... And uh, actually... Oh, you can't go? (laughs) No, go for it. (laughs) And actually, I'm surprised that... You know know, I mentioned my boy Amari Cooper on the bench right here. Um, His performance this season has been actually quite predictable so far, scoring between one point and then double-digit points the next week. And following this pattern, Amari Cooper is slated for his big double-digit point outing. So, I don't know. Do you trust in patterns the fiery chasm whence it came? Yeah, I I wouldn't be against it, especially against Seattle's shaky defense right now. Um, Not that they're necessarily bad, but with... um, I don't know. I just feel like they're not going to be in a good mental state and Amari Cooper could have a big game in this one. Yeah, Earl Thomas is now out for the season and Seattle is definitely a different team on the road. Definitely. And uh, going back to one of Matthew's running backs, Jordan Howard, uh, I could see him having a good game. I can see him not. The only issue I have with Bears players uh, that aren't the honestly the kicker or the defense uh, (laughs) (laughs) is that they have so many uh, possible weapons um, that they don't use all at the same time. And Matt Nackey came out and said that they're going to use whoever they need to win games. And honestly, it, it's a toss-up. We never know what's going to happen. And maybe that's why uh, the, the Bears did such a good game before their bye week, or had such a good game before their bye week with those six touchdowns um, because no one expected Tariq Cohen to have such a big game and everyone was looking out for Jordan Howard. Yeah, what a wild world we live in when the Chicago Bears have too many <laughs> options. Wow. Right. But yeah, I think you're just really hoping that during the bye, they just really solidified what they had going against Tampa Bay and they can come out and just be an explosive offense. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, on my team, feeling uh, the show, I have Alfred Morris in this week uh, after... Matt Breida's injury uh, against Green Bay, who I thought was uh, a pretty solid pick in my flex uh, with a possible running back two upside. Uh, And I also picked up Wendell Smallwood this week uh, because of Jay Ajayi's absence. Um, And I was kind of debating between the two. What are your thoughts on that? Um, So I have mixed feelings on Alfred Morris. Um, I was talking about Chris Carson's unexpected injury absence in that one game and Alfred Morris was actually my pickup for him and as you can see he has double digit attempts in every week except for week four which I wonder which week it was that I picked him up but anyways yeah I think (laughs) Alfred Morris should be a serviceable back Um, there's really no running back options on that 49ers team anymore after so many injuries so I think he's a guaranteed lock for a good amount of carries yeah. Um, whereas Wendell Smallwood obviously has some competition with uh, Corey Clement. His usage is a little bit uh, less certain. So, um, yeah, so it honestly just depends on uh, what you prefer. Yeah, and there's some talk on the Philadelphia team that they might be scouting Le'Veon Bell. Uh, to oh, add to their not team. Gonna happen. You don't think so? <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's very unlikely, I feel like. Yeah, if... if 
although highly unlikely if it does happen, Wendell Smallwood would be a waste of my $18 fab budget. <laughs> uh, some may call me crazy, but I had to do what I uh, what I did um, to try to win this league uh, and give me as many weapons as I can. And I didn't I didn't use that many uh, of, uh, that much of my fab budget at the at the moment. So that's why I decided to go for it and spend the cash. Uh, but let's talk about some of the other pickups that happened on uh, in our league this week. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, like I said, I picked up Alfred Morris and uh, Wendell Smallwood this week for a combined eight, uh, 36 bucks. Um, Andy Dalton was picked up for only a dollar by the Brady Bunch. Uh, that's a good pickup. Honestly, Andy Dalton has been doing pr- pretty well this uh, this season, and for a dollar, that's a steal. Yeah, and I think, uh, importantly, he's finally getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, yeah. I know uh, I know he's a good-looking dude, but he's he's not playing another game this season, so I think it's a good choice to make that swap. Yeah, definitely. Um, it looks like Harrison Butker was... Yes. Oh, that's by... <laughs> that's, is that you? No, that's Joners. Oh, that's Joners. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. I can't see... I can't. Those abbreviations in our in our league um, settings no, isn't the same as the ones in, on our website. So I keep getting confused, and I don't know who's who. Um, yeah, they you need to fix. Tell the people to fix them. Yeah, uh, Yunho on uh, please stop scoring so much picked up a kicker actually, uh, Graham Gano, uh, and dropped Vance McDonald. Yeah, Vance McDonald. Um, what do you you have any thoughts on that or? irrelevant i mean uh he doesn't have a kicker so yeah i think you gotta pick one up vance mcdonald probably isn't necessary when you have rob gronkowski either so yeah yeah and uh cory clement i actually didn't i for some reason cory clement i thought was on um someone's team already and i didn't put any bad budget on him when 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 the uh oh what's it called (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and Honestly, if I had done my actual job and checked both players, <laughs> um, I would have had a hard time picking between those two. But now that they're on two different teams, I think it'd be interesting to see who kind of comes out and leads the pack. Um, I've been hearing some news that it would be Wendell Smallwood, but honestly, it could be either one of them. Yeah, honestly, I think it will be something in the middle. I think this might be some sort of committee with Clement getting more of the rushing attempts and Smallwood getting more of the passing attempts. But I think either way, I think $3 for Corey Clement is probably a steal. I'm surprised no one else bid any higher. Yeah, I was I was very surprised and a little jealous uh, compared to, I keep going back to it, the $18. Uh, $3 <laughs> seems like a pocket change, um, and it is. So uh, I guess we'll have to see what kind of outcome that we see this week. Um, Joni's prediction, Jonathan's predictions will be out by Thursday, and we will update the website uh, with our predictions and the upcoming matchups and the lineups for those teams. Uh, We'll update the uh, team rosters, uh, so be on the lookout for those. Uh, Don't forget to read Brian's weekly recap of Week 5 and see where in detail where he ranks everyone on our team. And I think that pretty much sums up 
uh, what I have to say uh, to hype up our podcast. You got anything, Brian? No. Hope everyone has a great week of football. Yeah. Uh, good luck, everyone, on your fantasy teams in your leagues. Uh, whatever questions you might have, feel free to reach out to us on our website. And don't forget to put up your predictions uh, on our matchups for a possible prize in the future. <laughs> oh, and last but not least, uh, be on the lookout for Brian's embarrassing video that will go up before this weekend, hopefully, and share it. Oh, God, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm so upset. Share the, web- <laughs> share the website, share the video, and um, yeah, good luck. We'll see you guys later. Grab yourself a juice box. Peace out. I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. I'm just thirsty.